I still know Kung Fu. Welcome, everybody, to our second episode. So you got me, Xavier. Got Danny. Hello, I'm back. And uh, coming in, uh, filling in for our next type of perspective and fun stuff is a good friend of mine, Anthony. How are you doing? Nice to meet you all. And uh, so today we're going to kind of go through some couple of quick, big, like movie news, TV news that came through. Uh, but... After we get through some of those fun bits, we're really going to tie into talk about our fun Christmas movies. Some of the things that we really enjoy, like sort of like our Christmas traditions when it comes to film. Uh, some of our favorites, some fun quee things and kind of uh, share, reminisce a bit of that. And then looking forward to what the rest of the year has, uh, because we got some really exciting stuff to close out the month of December. Uh, so first up. Um, how about that Matrix trailer? How about it? <laughs> I yeah. still know Kung Fu. Like, the delivery was that just... last line. <laughs> yeah, like, I f it made me think, I was like, damn, that might be too cheesy, but it just made the right not. amount of cheese. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It just, the trailer's definitely really, um, this type of, like, really cut up and clean especially from the first one, because the first one had this whole, like, hey, maybe just we don't know exactly what we're doing or, like, we, you know, we're we're doing it, but we're not going to show you a lot. Now the second one had a bit more of just, um, like, there's stuff thematically, but not a lot on plot. And it has me worried. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it, I'm scared, because this is, like, The Matrix is one of these sacred cows I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but it's really, I'm trying to hold my breath. Like, I'm not trying to have a lot of expectations, but like, I have f faith that it's going to be good, but I'm also really reserved. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I mean, I'm going to watch it no matter what. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people don't like the sequels. Obviously, part one's the best, but I, I, I love part two, even though the story's all wacky uh, the other day i saw that it was on hbo max and i watched like all the fight scenes <laughs> i love the the weapons fight scene and it goes straight into the 10 to 15 minute car chase it's, i love that whole segment yeah like it's like they bring up the merovingian just to set up three different fight set pieces mm -hmm. so you have the neo fight sequence in the hall and the foyer and then the twins getting into the car, and then the whole like twenty minute car chase with just you know juggling a, a whole person on a motorcycle, Trinity and Morpheus doing some wild stuff, and it was cool because then you're like, okay, through fighting through the fight sequences, you have this cool character growth from both of them, like especially Morpheus not being afraid of agents anymore. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up with a katana and cut your stuff, like <laughs> you know, you know, square up, guy. And then, yeah, it's really cool. 
And in this trailer, though, um, I saw it multiple times just to like really take it in. But just seeing, you know, like you said, there's not much plot driven in the trailer. Like we still don't really know what's going to happen or what's happening at all. But the visuals look great. Like the the action sequences look reminiscent of the first one. I think what made it so great. Mm -hmm. But it's just interesting to see how they're going to going to play it all out yeah for sure like the little cuts from the first film and the second one kind of go in and out that was refreshing to see so it's just like hey we're making another one but we're not just like we want to show you that we still have respect for this first one especially since lana wachowski's making it and mm -hmm. it's obviously one half of the original team and so you know there's gonna be something at least ideally well thought out of and it's you know hopefully more than a cash grab because um they I, I i like to you know we talked about it last time like with other films they did like speed racer and cloud atlas like i i love those films and it's just mm -hmm. um you yeah you, you gotta have it's one of those you have to have faith man i'm just all over the place because <laughs> i'm really scared i don't want this movie to be bad like i'll just this that's the whole the whole thing like really freaking me out I don't think they want it to be bad either. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. They yeah, want, they want money. Yeah, we want a, a reboot cool franchise again. <laughs> but uh, you know, like the, a lot of the actors in it are good. It's just like uh, we were talking about it off offline. But just like Jonathan Groff, if you've seen Hamilton, you're just gonna be like, why is this King? Why is King George in the movie? Like hundred percent. Like why? Why is he here? But um, I'm sure he's gonna do a good job. Like he's gonna have good direction. You have, you know, other good actors in the film to, you know, you get to work off of. So it, 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 I gotta have faith. Like I'm a little more optimistic now, but I'm just really guarded. Like I, I really have like my hands up. I'm just I don't know. Maybe it's hard, man. And especially how we were talking about it last time. Uh, we don't know if it's a sequel, a reboot. You know, it's a resurrection. <laughs> resurrection. <laughs> they they're literally. It's like someone went into the program of the Matrix. Like, ah, just screw. It. We're just gonna reboot it. Just like, actually yeah. reboot it. So then, like, whatever genetic imprint that goes off of whatever. I'm not gonna theorize it because, um, that gets into really in the weeds because you start tying in all this other stuff. Like Anthony and I were talking about, like, they might bring in stuff from the Matrix online and everything. So I hope not. <laughs> It's, I didn't play that. So. Yeah, not not many people did. Let's let's just say that. Um, but I did play the the bad games that came out. You know, it was weird. <laughs> I think I don't know if we ever talked about Path of the Path of the of uh, the One. Like I don't know if you ever played that, Danny. It was like yeah. a, I think it was on PS2 and or is it PS3? No, PS2. Right? Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember, but. So anyway, Enter the Matrix came out. Then like, oh, we're going to make a real Matrix game with Neo, but it's going to be like a weird retelling of all their Matrix movies, but with the playing as Neo. The only thing is the game never in an overt way showed you the move list of the stuff you can do. Because it was like every enemy had like a separate, like really cool takedown, but it was like, no, you have to figure it out. Like it was like contextual, but you had to really experiment with it. But the situation in the game was like, nah, you're not allowed to do that. It was on PlayStation too. Ah, there you go. <laughs> but 
I think at that point the Wachowskis like randomly show up in the game and like, hey, um, we're gonna make a kaiju fight. Have fun. And it was just, it was, it was very Wachowski. Like, I didn't play that one. I played Enter. Enter the yeah, games. Enter was had a fighting game mode that was kind of busted. I don't like every, every move. Like it was not balanced at all, but it was gimmicky at least. Um, but yeah, Matrix Revolutions was like in December. What's the? Uh, it's December twenty second. There's other than Spider Man. There's something else coming out on Christmas, right? West Side Story is coming out this week. Is it this week? I thought it was like on Christmas this week. Oh, yeah, I think it's the tenth. The tenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, Friday. Have you guys seen the buzz on that? Because word around the street is it's it's really good for the musical fans. Yeah, if you like musicals. Yeah, which um, like normally I tolerate my musicals uh, animated, but um, <laughs> you know, every once in a while, like a live action one is good. Um, weirdly enough, I found myself liking Chicago um, because John C. Riley can sing. That was cool. Like, I liked his song the best. Um, Then, so after Chicago, obviously, like, you have, like, In the Heights was entertaining enough. Um, But, you know, West Side Story is West Side Story. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. I just saw it completely for the first time earlier this year. So (laughs) Never seen it. It was okay. Yeah, so I um the big thing about that movie is just Rita Moreno being mm-hmm. like that's like part of the reason why she's like an actual one of the EGOT winners, but she's an EGOT for performance. Like she's won a Grammy for performing, she's won a Tony for performing, an Oscar and an Emmy, like as an actress and singer. So it's like uh yeah, it's the, one of the few in history is like a total threat. Mm-hmm. And they find out what it bring her in the movie which i think is really cool um so it's 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 piqued my interest because a lot of what's saying it what's going around is it's like it's not just like this one of these we're gonna just cash it in like there's a lot of really good touches that really modernize it but still keep everything to the originals like soul if that makes any sense well Um, there's not a bunch of uh, just like Dancing through the streets or any, any of that? I believe there is still some dancing. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's ballet fighting or if there's actual That's like, more than what I mean. It's like, yeah. I, I don't mind uh, the musical aspect. But the <laughs> yeah, it's it was the, the ballet, ballet knife fighting. fight. Yeah. And but it's on- by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not Spielbergio, but, you know, the, the, the real old Steven Spielberg, so... I mean, has he done a musical before? No, I think this is the first. Yeah. I mean, he's done, you know, he did Ready Player One, which was like half animated, um, which brings me to a point, and this is going to get Anthony fired up. Is it? But yeah, Adventures of Tintin. Ooh. Man. A good one. That is, that's so, Dan, you've seen that movie? Yeah. Dude. That's cool. That's, that's actually one of the best animated films ever made. I will go on record and say that, like. I'm glad that we've all. I don't know. I'm glad that we can all agree. Like it's beautifully well animated. There's a whole like one shot like in animation, mm-hmm. like it, that whole chase sequence with the, the whole like they're running away and everything's chasing them after them. The was it was it like a it wasn't like it was some material they were running away from, right? Like, uh, well, they were trying to grab. I forget what it was. I think it was like 
the MacGuffin of the yeah, movie. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to grab something, and everybody's chasing them because they're also trying to grab it. Yeah, and they're just riding along through the city, and there's like tanks shooting shit all around. There's <laughs> all over the place. That and it, but it's just so well tracked and well shot. Like the animation's really mm-hmm. slick. It's like the actual like cartoon come to life, and the voice acting is really good. Like voice the, acting is phenomenal in that. Movie. Yeah, Daniel Craig is in that. Like there's a whole bunch. Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so dead. Oh, who's the kid who played um, Tintin? He was in random stuff, and he just, like, fell off the earth. Um, Jamie Bell, maybe? Jamie uh, Jamie Bell, yeah. It was indeed Jamie was Bell. Jamie Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Point for Anthony. Uh, yeah. If you're listening and you have not seen Adventures of Tintin, watch it. You're going to thank us because that movie's amazing. Is it on streaming anywhere? That is a good question. Um, our researcher Danny is checking it up right now, and it'll be a shameless plug for for whatever streaming service. I think right now it looks like it's only on Stars. Just just buy it. Um, <laughs> fail. Yeah. <laughs> Your premium cable service. Just buy it. Just just buy it. You'll thank us later. I'm sure you can get on Blu-ray for ten bucks. P- pretty much. Worth it's probably it. upscaled and totally worth it since everybody has fancy TVs these days, or you know something much better than when it it first came out on its dvd release so that's gonna be fun so it's only in stars and you could rent it or buy it anywhere else yeah just buy it (laughs) (laughs) that's the hill i'll die on let's just buy it um and well another release for december is um the kingsman Mm. That's right. Is Which it like I actually, keep forgetting. Is it actually coming out though? Because it's yeah. been delayed like five times. I love it that we forgot about Kingsman because it's been de- yeah, like Anthony said, this oh it's coming out you know December twenty twenty. Oh, psych! I, it goes to September twenty twenty. I think it was supposed to come out twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, I thought it, it had come out already for the no, longest. That's just like, how long they've been showing oh, there's trailers another one? for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just like. Okay, I don't know how many times I've seen Rasputin do this same speech a million times, and Ray Fiennes doing all of just his what? cool what, stuff. What was his name? What? <laughs> it's Ray Fiennes. <laughs> I, so that is his name. It's Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. We have a friend that uh, he swears it's Ralph Fiennes because <laughs> that's how his name is spelled. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's it, it's because he's British. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't believe us that. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> That's like Saoirse Ronan, like Saoirse. Like, no, no, it's Saoirse. Like, she's Irish. Ray Fiennes, though, isn't Irish, but he's British. It's just like, you know, like Raph, Ralph, <laughs> Raph, like uh, whatever. Uh, that cast is also cool. Um, like Gemma Adderton, like it, uh, that's like the biggest thing I know that she was attached to recently. And I just don't know any, where, where else she's going to be you know, showing up or anything. But she's a good actress, like yeah. legitimately. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm down. Yeah, like just just to finally say, like we did it. Like, hey, we <laughs> see It's like the movie came out. Oh, but I think it comes out the same day as the Matrix. So uh, uh, double it comes feature. out this twenty second. Yeah, it's double feature. That's <laughs> it. I miss those days. I, you know, when, well, it was supposed to be the Matrix and John Wick, which would have been the best <laughs> double feature of all oh. time. I don't understand. Who's uh, uh, who's dist- who is the distributor for John Wick Four? Like, isn't it not Legendary or Lions Lionsgate? Lionsgate, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Aren't they? No, they're not one. They're not on Time Warner or anything like that, right? Yeah. So, because it would make sense if they weren't, but 
Um, or if they were, <laughs> they would make sense in the staggerum because, hey, we want to guarantee our money. But if they're two completely different um, studios, then, yeah, I'll put them on the same day. And like uh, Ken Watanabe says, let them fight. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's I wish that, that would have been amazing. But, you know, in a perfect world, I think uh, Del Toro's new movie comes out in December. Or is it January? No, Nightmare Alley comes out mm-hmm. the 17th, I think. Of December? Same day as Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. It's, it's one of those where he, he I mean, always is going to... Probably Rip the Matrix, too, because I'm Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man's second week. Mm. Um, I don't, Yeah, probably. That's a good bet, but I think people will be split amongst, but there are a lot of, like, you know, Gen Zers and Zoomers, like, why is the Matrix important? And, then my back goes out because then I feel old. But um, <laughs> just like, please, no. Watch this movie. <laughs> back in my day, I had to sneak in. I had to get my grandmama to watch it with me. Yeah, like it's, um, it's good. Yeah, this end of year is going to be, it's fun just how packed it is. Like it's, we mentioned it la- like last uh, episode. It's, it's refreshing to see that they're coming back. Like, you know, it's an excuse to go to the movies. Like, I know, obviously, health reasons. If you know you can't go, that's a, that's totally fine. There's just something old school about watching it in the cinema. Like that's re- just the real big like reaction. Um, Especially after this past year of just watching everything from home or like getting the new releases like HBO Max streaming at home. Yeah, yeah, it's cool at times, but it's not the same going to the theater. It's yeah, it, it right. doesn't compare. Like um. It doesn't compare at all. There's the whole thing of like, um, whether if it's, you know, your personal space, like, I don't know about you guys, but the times where I couldn't go and like, oh, the movies are, de- are shut down. Like I'd have to like wait till there was, everybody was in their own like personal room space or I'd have to like sequester. Cause like guess living right now, like if I w- try to watch a movie in a, in a, any shared living space, like there's always outside noise and there's all that junk in the way. And that, that, is like a massive pet peeve of mine. Um, but, you know, again, that's just my personal experience. So again, going to the theater, at least, yeah, you might have people talking, but they'll get overpowered by a m- massive Dolby mm-hmm. <laughs> sound system. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, now, now, now we think about it. I remember, yeah, in the thick, in the thick of lockdown when, I think, Movies started to come back here in Miami around September of last year. Because that's when I really wanted to go and see Tenet, and I went anyway. <laughs> um, and it was great. People were surprised that I went. Oh, my God. Isn't it dangerous? So I was like, there were five people total <laughs> in the whole entire building. Not even five people, five workers. There was five people total in the whole building. I was like, it's safer to go to the movies than it is to go to Publix. So, yeah, for pretty much the last couple of months of last year, the movie theaters were ghost town. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good to see that people are coming back and people are more comfortable. And, and I'm glad to see that theaters are more accommodating as well. So, yeah, it's, it's always good. Yeah, no doubt. Like, that's going to be part of the whole, like, you know, whatever your holiday celebration is, like, go to the movies, have some fun. There's going to be a lot of that whole type of crowd reaction to a lot of stuff. Like, that, for me, kind of sells it in a theater. Mm-hmm. 
Which brings me to the next and kind of last bit of important news was that, uh, you know, Kevin Feige with his little announcement about Charlie Cox. Like, um, little announcement. Just a little. <laughs> hey, n- yeah, just, you know, just, just throwing it out there that, yeah, Charlie Cox is still our MCU daredevil and, you know, collectively the sigh of relief and, you know, uh, cheers go around all of the nerddom. <laughs> worldwide and then also charlie clock saying like yes i have a you know i still have work a job <laughs> yeah you got a job keep going um but a part of me really thinks that that's just preempting stuff that might happen in hawkeye which is a whole nother thing of me loving so far like the show's just like right now everything i want like you, you've got pizza dog you've got all the the tracksuit bros you've got kate and clint banter kind of fun little mystery of, you know, what's going on with the whole kind of like who's behind a lot of the, you know, the stuff that happens in the, the first two episodes. And it, it's it's fun. It's entertaining. It's got a heart character and, you know, ties into the whole, you know, spirit of the, the season, really. Yeah, so far, I've like really loved the show. Um, I like the banter between Clint and... And Kate. Kate. Yeah. <laughs> He's like uh, Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now it's been, and now with all this confirmation of Charlie Cox's Daredevil is making everyone think, okay, yeah, now it's Kingpin. Yeah. Like the, everybody's telltale sign is like that one point in the kind of like Maya flashbacks where she's in the karate dojo, like, oh, here's your uncle. And, you know, her dad, played by um, this dude from Fargo and Westworld, mm-hmm. um, I think is, uh, is on, I forget his full name. The By is the way, he's an amazing Reservation actor. Dogs too, right? Yeah, Reservation Dogs, which, by the way, low-key, good hit show on Hulu. Uh, watch it. I think it's executive produced by, it's a indigenous filmmaker and Taika Waititi. Um definitely look into it that the cast is really strong and um there's like even like there's i think one or two episodes where west duty has like a cameo and he's hilarious classic yeah but it's 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 a really good show like i recommend it it's legitimately funny but you know is able to tell its own story but um yeah that's the whole thing where like oh here's your you know uncle's gonna take you home and there's just this like chuckle that sounds like vincent d'onofrio and um go in and listen to it and you'll hear it like oh yeah, it makes sense yeah it might just be him now i don't know anything about the echo character but is that something that's in the comics yeah okay. she's technically a daredevil villain that kingpin like raised also on the side and is like oh cool like you have a gift by the way daredevil like would say like oh daredevil killed your dad go get him like mm-hmm. and then it turns out it was you know kingpin doing his own thing so uh, that's why stuff will happen eventually. She, and then she's getting her own show too. I was going to bring that up. She is getting her own show. Yeah. Which I didn't know what it was when I saw Echo. Yeah. But then when I saw the show, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically like she, you know, it's, it's sort of like the, because she's mute, like she has to go through the vibrations of people's movements. So it's similar to Daredevil, except, hey, I can actually see. And um, I have a prospect that, prosthetic leg that will just whoop you in the face 
How would they? How would they communicate? <laughs> That's very funny. Um, if they ever like, if Daredevil fought Echo, you'd have to read the comic. I think is, um, yeah, because she's mute, and then he's blind. So yeah, like probably Morse code staff or communicate with their fists. There you go. These hands. That's the kids. <laughs> then kids like to say, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's exciting stuff going on. Um, but yeah, in the spirit of the times, I figured main bit, if we can, you know, bring up, cause we all have our different, like, you know, sort of, you know, holiday traditions and all that definitely involves movies. So I wanted to open up to you guys, like, what are, like, let's say if you were to pick like one or two movies that you watch, like every, like Christmas time or every holiday season, uh, what movies would those be and why? Uh, well, other than Home Alone, it's uh, a classic. I'd say I'd probably. This is more personal, just because I would always watch it with my family at home, and we always have like inside jokes from it. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the awesome. uh, the Jim Carrey with, one with, with Jim Carrey. The, cool. the, um, nice. Yeah, just classic lines all the time, and just that humor from him. Um, know, just fun movie. All around no for sure yeah, that like level of over the topness <laughs> of the whole like oh his whole like oh i kick dinner oh can't cancel on me again like <laughs> it's that weird like manic jim carrey style <laughs> like flows really well with the whole aesthetic um is it a ron howard film no yes yes it is yeah, yeah. i you know why the telltale sign anytime it's a ron howard film his brothers look for clint <laughs> howard that's that's the key if you look for Clint Howard, you know, it's looks like Ron Howard, but with the uh, jumpy little like teeth or anything like that. Um, every time. Was he in was he in Rush? Or is it, or I don't is it know. I, I yeah. didn't see that movie, but yeah. I don't remember. I was like, Ron, that's a Ron, that's a serious Ron Howard film. I was like, but is Clint in it? Like, he has to be like, there's it's almost a guarantee. Like, but uh that's a good one yeah like uh they came out with the recent like the the cg one with benedict cumberdatch which is not bad <laughs> either it's actually pretty entertaining but like it's cool that you can now choose between two what versions of that it's almost as you know the original animated one yeah like it's it's a it's a dreamworks animation right well, the new one you're talking about is the CG one, but I'm saying... Oh, yeah, the then there's the original, obviously the original, one. like, full animation. Mm -hmm. It's where you get the, tip, you know, that perfect, like, you know, Grinch smile that turns into the Tim Curry smile from Home Alone 2. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, um, that's, like, one of my favorites. Easy. Like, that's um, your movie? Yeah, the, one of them is... Yeah. My movie, for sure, is, like, it's a little more... Yeah, Home Alone 2. I, mm -hmm. I don't know why. Like, I've gotten to pretty spirited debates with people about <laughs> whether part one or part two is better and i'm on the hill that part, part two, two is better part two is awesome yeah part two has i was i forgot i think i was at a bar somewhere and they were playing home alone 2 and mm -hmm. they're at the part where all the traps happen so where, when marv just got hit with all of the the paint <laughs> and then so he grabs the the sink and he just electrocutes himself Every time he turns straight to a skeleton, I lose it. Yeah, I've seen the movie maybe 20 times, but that's high-pitched scream 
the freaking skeleton cut like i'm just like this is the best movie ever like that's <laughs> i could have the, the worst day ever like i just get stomped on my life but that one clip saves saves me every time housekeeping yeah i can't <laughs> that's the thing too like there's all these little things like you know you have like secondary antagonists with the, the hotel staff and uh tim curry is freaking hilarious like that whole yeah like like anthony just mentioned like just him starting to sneak into the room this whole scooping, like I don't like it's yeah, like that's iconic. Like every time I'm go to a hotel, like and they're gonna have like housekeeping, I'm like whole scooping, like I just giggle. The creepy dove lady. Creepy dove lady, you know. Well the one cat like a uh, concession I make in the Home Alone two versus Home Alone One debate is that the side plot with the creepy neighbor in part one mm-hmm. is more heartwarming in the end than part two but by just a little bit because the whole like idea of like hey i want you know the whole two turtle dove thing at the end is like freaking like that that hits you right in the feels like Mm -hmm. that's good but the fact that like oh i'm gonna reconcile with my son like that's just even better like damn dude like you you know the idea of just hey you gotta you know love your family which for the record kevin's family they're they're garbage people right (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they, they've they left them twice. <laughs> Not once. No, but the circumstances to really, like, push them, make them over the edge, to just, like, make them not care. Like, dude, like, the whole pizza thing in part one, the the fact that his brother just, like, dunked on him in the little <laughs> recital. Like, dude, how would you expect not to push him? Like, the, totally deserved. Like, the only thing that sucked is, you know, Piano Lady got got. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks, but... <laughs> Yeah, like totally, like part two, like even so, like totally justified, hundred percent. Do those movies have possibly the best fake movie within it? With yes, that, yep. with, that, with, that, with that mom movie, <laughs> Dude, angels with filthy souls and angels with even filthier souls. Just, I'm I'm constantly repeating. I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> Every time, dude. This is like if you're in a real world situation, just, just eclipse from the, what they did for that is like on its own. Just like keep the change, the, the best lines. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Just hey, Johnny, I got the stuff. Like, just oh my, just I was singing at the Blue Monkey. No, you weren't. You're smooching with my brother. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so good. Like, it, even like that one one ups the the one from part one. Like that one's even funnier. Like, it even you know he even does the count and then just yeah. like Merry Christmas, you filthy and happy boom, happy New Year. Like, oh man, I love how he says one two and then he fires. All his bullets, and then when he finishes, ten. Yeah, <laughs> one, two. I'll give it to the cat of three, and then two. Ah, you know, is it maniacal. Three or is it ten? No, he says part, to the cat of ten. Oh. Ten in part one, and okay. I think yeah. three in part two. Oh, okay. hmm. And he's just like three, and then just Merry <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> the animal. <laughs> She's rat bait. Like that's it's uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like the it's so cheesy. Like even I think it was like everybody that she's smooching with like this is the <laughs> cheeks bony bags cliff little mo with the gimpy leg like i can go on forever baby like it's so it good me. <laughs> it's a lie the old guy, cliff. The old guy it cliff. it's yeah like it's that's definitely like i have to like any christmas i don't watch home alone 2 like if i'm that won't happen like it's like hey i'm gonna like 
cordon off something at the point of the day, stay up late, whatever, to rewatch Home Alone 2. Like, and now, like, you know, shameless plug, it's on Disney Plus. Like, you can just, you oh, can just cool. watch it all the time. R- roll it up. Yeah. Roll oh, the clips. Nice. Yeah. That's, roll the clip. Yeah. It's definitely one of mine. Um, I definitely would always catch it on the free forum or ABC Family mm-hmm. 25 Days of Christmas. Christmas. They always play it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, if not for Home Alone 2, then of course mine will be Jingle All the Way because that movie is so ridiculous. People need to understand. I think to preface before, Jamie, <laughs> he knows my name. That that movie is a cult. Like it has to be a cult classic. Like for a Christmas movie, like cult classic, hands down. Like everything. Like this, the running gag of the cop, like just always getting bones up. Like just. <laughs> Turbo Man, I need the Turbo Man doll. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I just want a Turbo Man doll. Um, isn't that Jim Belushi is like the Santa giving him like the, the, the knockoff? The whole ridiculous <laughs> Santa Claus fight. They have, you to have fight. like the eight foot tall Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, that's wrestler Paul White. That's uh, the big show. No like, wonder. Dude, that movie like it's it's so good like sinbad is also is equally ridiculous uh speaking of jingle all the way have you noticed that in the 90s like when arnold started doing like the comedies they never no one practically ever made a point that was just like hey arnold like this is he's playing a, just a random like joe everyman character that owns his own business and like no one makes a <laughs> point of his accent no one makes the point that he's like six four and super ultra jacked like just no, like no, he's just he's just my neighbor, just normal, normal guy, guy fitting yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just n- normal normal man filling in, you know, in middle middle America. Like, you know that that charisma got him the governorship, man. Like, um, that even happens with the whole like you know, uh, this that whole saga like of the like he's trying to find the doll and then he still has to do stuff for work and that's the whole like subplot mm-hmm. with like man my dad's never here with everything and then then you have sleazy you know darth, um darth vader yeah with little <laughs> little anakin little anakin um what was uh yeah like phil hartman's character like the sleazy like you know uh dad it's like the best yeah he's perfect rest in peace man mm, these cookies <laughs> put that cookie down <laughs> Don't touch my cookie. <laughs> yeah, like the whole like him going over the cookies. <laughs> or like when uh, he calls and he's like, he's like, oh, oh, is my wife there? He's like, I think she's in the bathroom. You want me to check? And he's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? Like that dude was shameless. <laughs> like he'd go like, like and all like the other single moms or whatever. They were just like, oh my God, he's so sweet. Like he's just for his son. He has an, his indoor nativity set, which then like. You know, Arnold messes up and like he fights the reindeer, which I think is the second time he punches an animal in in film. The what? The camel and and Conan. Yeah, the camel (laughs) and Conan. Like there's a camel that like is like just giving him lip for some reason, and like Conan is drunk. He's like, and he just like just like pounds the camel's head like just and the camel's like damn i got knocked out like (laughs) the camel said damn (laughs) (laughs) just just falls over like the train camel just falls over but it's it's the most convincing animal acting we just like oh this got got like (laughs) it hurt and then like that camel shows up in the conan sequel and he's like oh not you again like (laughs) he's like back with a vengeance 
he didn't punch any any animals, but in two lies, he smacked two dogs' his faces together. He just, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I know he's riding a horse, obviously, in like the whole DC scene, but yeah, True Lies is his own level of ridiculous like action movie. I want to know how just how much fun James Cameron had making that. I'm sure he had. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he had a lot of fun. That movie's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a whole like another like you know episode like do it slowly. yeah just the 90s 90s arnold action films like that that's a whole bit like because i can go on and on about like last action hero or or true lies and like you know everything post total recall like that that's nuts but yeah like jingle all the way is, is a classic like you know the oh it's not it's not obviously like it's not a great movie but it's just it's so ridiculous that it's dude it's okay <laughs> how about the he goes to the toy store and he's like oh but they have boosters like no nobody likes booster <laughs> <laughs> no one likes booster like even the parents are like nobody likes him i was like damn like and then they go to the the parade and then the, uh simbat's character like you know you know what booster Nobody likes him. It's <laughs> him. And then the kids show up and it's like, we hate you, Booster, and start stomping all over the guy. Like this. The guy from Revenge of the Nerds? Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, the, the kids just roll up. We hate you. We hate you, Booster. Nobody likes you. And they're just like, good lord. Like, these kids are vicious. <laughs> Savages. You gotta write that character better then. Yeah, like, you know, make your toy line right. I, didn't they actually have like a, a I think they had a limited edition release of like Turboman dolls mm -hmm. like like or Turboman action figures like I know it was somewhere or like maybe someone recreated it I it believe was, it yeah like it's it's got to like it's freaking amazing um another one of mine and this is like a little more like semi like kind of serious is um because you know around Christmas time you have all the Christmas Carol movies like a different renditions and iterations. Mm -hmm. There's one that was like I think it was a CBS like TV movie, uh, came out in '84 with uh, the Christmas Carol uh, with George C. Scott as Scrooge, yes. and he you know he's he's also in Doctor Strangelove, uh, Patton, so he won the Oscar for Patton. That version I don't know why, but like it's it it's like my it's my personal favorite. Um, you have like some of the animated ones and the Muppet one that's a lot of fun, <laughs> but. That one in particular, like, is like very to me like classy, like Christmas. Like, if I'm gonna watch a classy Christmas film, I'll I have it on DVD still. I'll just roll, throw it on, and oh, just nice. you know, nice comfort food. What it's are got, what are those? What's, <laughs> a, what's a DVD? <laughs> a DVD? You know, we used to burn stuff on CDs. Like, there are people who are just like, how did you burn stuff on CDs? Must CD? be hot. Huh? Yeah, like you can't handle that. That's too much heat. You didn't just stream it and like, no, kids. <laughs> Also, that you know, you never went on the internet like was tangent, but you never went on the internet like in the late nineties, at late at night because you'd have the dial-up sound waking the entire house up. <laughs> the yeah, the, that movie's classy. Like all the like, it's just it's well acted, well produced for a TV movie. The cast is really strong. Like it's just, um, I rec I definitely recommend it. Like the George C. Scott version of Christmas Carol. Um, the guy who played, um, the sheriff of Nottingham in Men in Tights is, uh, I believe he's Bob Cratchit or is he, no, he, he or is he, um, he's Fred, I think, but, um, like, you know, his, his nephew, but like he's in it, uh, David Warner, he was, 
he was in like Tron and some, and uh, he was the scientist in the second Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that guy, um, he uh, he's in it as um, no, yeah, he's Bob Cratchit, I think. Yeah, that's that's who's Bob Cratchit. Like it's yeah, like it's people. You're like, oh, I've seen them in random stuff too, but like it's just well done and it's like a you know not one of these like you know silly lifetime Christmas movies that always show up where it's like oh you know woman who just leaves in a relationship goes back to her hometown uh realizes that she falls in love with her like old middle school sweetheart who is now a woodworker or something really random oh at the same time they save the town from some you know industrial developer that's (laughs) like every lifetime Christmas movie in a (laughs) nutshell um but uh yeah you have some some cheesy ones um any any others or or do we do automatically bring up the die is, harder yep the, <laughs> he, he beat me you guys beat me to it <laughs> it's like it's planned or it, something guys is it a christmas movie yeah. is it you know what um I'll, t- I'll get your takes before i mind um it's like, i mean i'd say it's a half just because it's it takes place during christmas but if all the other movies that we just went through those are specifically like mm-hmm. Christmas family movies, and I mean, Die Hard's not a family movie, but but and, uh, I I'll mean, go, go ahead, if it's playing during oh. Christmas time, will you not stop and watch? Oh, of it? course, <laughs> the same thing with Jingle All the Way or Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's oh, it's on. Okay, sure, we're yep. watching it. Same thing, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, it's it's there. If it's if it's on in the summer, I'll watch it. Really. Yeah, <laughs> Scrooged. Okay, yeah, like, immediately. Like, um. My take is that he goes from New York to L.A. to reconcile with his wife and they meet at a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Since it is in a Christmas party and you have some of the villains making overt Christmas puns, it is a Christmas <laughs> movie. But when did this party take place? Because a lot of companies have their Christmas parties December 12th or... It's like before Christmas. So right. that's why like, yeah, but so it's it still a themed... On Christmas Day. It is a themed <laughs> Christmas party, and he's going to visit his kids and spend Christmas with them. Mm-hmm. Before um, the guy from Ghostbusters, the reporter, also you know gets all up in the family business. <laughs> and then gets punched again. <laughs> That's freaking great. Um, I mean, would you consider Hawkeye a Christmas show? Yes, because it's taking place five days before Christmas, and he says... I have to make it back home by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and there's overt Christmas stuff yeah. going around. Yeah, like, yeah, that's definitely a Christmas-themed show. Um, you know, it happens, in you know, for Christmas. Um, I guess that you have to, like, tie into the whole rubric of what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. Like, <laughs> is there, like, Christmas-style music? There are, like, jingle bells playing in the so- in the score for Die Hard. So, like, again, like, I've... I've th- this is a debate that... you. <laughs> If you're listening in first, thank you. But also, like, you'll hear this from other places, too. But, like, you have to really sit down and think. It's like, yeah, like, it's got to be a Christmas movie. Like, definitely, like, part two is a little wishy-washy because, you know, it's, like, the opposite. She's flying back in. and um, His wife at the time is flying back in and everything else. But part one, like, you know, it's it's definitely, in my book, yeah, like, I consider it a Christmas movie. But it's not, it's one of those where it's just, like, yeah, like, I, it's there, but it's, people take the debate hella serious <laughs> unless you know especially if you're jake peralta from brooklyn 99 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um 
Let's see. Can't believe Carl Winslow's in that movie. <laughs> Carl Winslow, yeah. It's the wildest like thing of just the whole like man. What, what had you know? They're talking. They're getting to know each other. And he's just like, I shot a kid. Like, Whoa! <laughs> and he's a cop in the yeah. movie. Yeah, he's like, I shot a kid. So they they bumped me into this, you know, like you know, traffic duty and stuff. But then he rolled up and you know saved the day. Like, what's his name? I don't not Lars. Uh, was it? I don't remember the other bad guy that like didn't die, and then so you had to take him out. Yeah, but um, just you know, like anytime I hear "Ode to Joy," it's just I think I die hard. As like as a, as an aside, like I just think die hard. Like oh okay. Um, have you guys? And this is this is a fun bit for talking Christmas movies. Have you guys ever seen Scrooged? I have, but I saw it when I was really young, and, young. It, and it freaked me out. Re- <laughs> I recommend you to rewatch it. Like, if you're gonna do a fun little spin on the whole Christmas Carol thing, definitely this movie's really good. Like, uh, I was at work and somebody was playing the Bob Semeckis, uh Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. where Jim Carrey's like half the cast, and uh, it's all like with the motion capture stuff, and mm-hmm. it's still off-putting to this day. I think because like the motion capture is really cool, but it's still just really uncanny valley. I don't know how you guys feel about that movie, but anyway, like... Never saw it. It's weird, dude. Like, yeah, like, Jim Carrey really goes for it. Like, it, like, uh, he plays with accents. Like, he does a lot of stuff, like, into it. But the supporting cast is actually really cool. Like, I think Bob Hoskins was in it. And I was like, damn, Bob Hoskins, because he had died. He's um, recently passed away. Um, and a couple other people in there, too. But, you know... It was like, you know, uh, them that brought up other people were like, oh, I love like these are, you know, I work with young kids now. So they're like, oh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies for I watch for Christmas is the Polar Express. Mm, never saw it. I just just <laughs> Mandark is in it. And it just I can't take that movie seriously because the kid <laughs> or the, the voice actor who does Mandark from Dexter's Lab is mm-hmm. like the annoying kid mm-hmm. in the in the train. I'm just like, dude, I can't like it just <laughs> takes me out of the movie immediately. Even though Tom Hanks is like four people in the movie too, like it's just like I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's rough. <laughs> like, the only animated Zemeckis movie I, I saw was Beowulf. Oh when he was trying the whole motion capture thing. Yeah, I think uh, Beowulf came out before Christmas Carol. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um. It that movie. Fun little tangent. I remember like there's a scene where Beowulf is, um, fighting like a sea serpent, and he basically he like gets eaten by it but then rips like through a sword like through like the top of its head and he just like as the body's like kind of like still like oh my god i just got cut up he just in sprayed like beast blood just yells his own name now like that's the most like like that's the make a statement he just yells Beowulf. like ray winstone just like just eating this microphone just yelling <laughs> Beowulf. that was that to me was like okay like this is something. Definitely not a Christmas movie. Definitely not a Christmas <laughs> movie. No. Uh, yeah, definitely not others. Um, any others that you can come up with? Like, oh, you know what? Like, this one is like, this is one of my go-tos. It's a tough one. I think it was a, a TV movie that they played frequently on ABC Family. So it's a Disney product. It had... Uh, Mr. Brink, I think it was called Christmas Every Day or something like that. 
Eric Von Dutton? Yeah. You mean the Eric Von Dutton? Yeah. Dude, I love looking up Eric Von Dutton on um uh like IMDb and it's just like <laughs> okay. Immediately the first thing it's just Why is he Sid from Toy Story? Yeah, it's like Sid from Toy Story, like in part one and part three. Like we fun story, Anthony and I we, we saw Toy Story three in theaters. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, like we looked because we knew like, oh, yeah, he was Sid. We looked through the credits and sure enough, dude, dude was in the credits as Sid again. And they're just like, man, everything came full circle. Like that was that's why I was like, OK, this definitely is like the perfect movie. <laughs> they, they <laughs> So good. But it was it Christmas every day. I think so. I think so. Is it Chris? Uh, let's see. It's one of these were like, all right. In the background, we're out here doing research. Like, okay, <laughs> look well, up his name. Look up, look up his name. And probably came out early two thousands. Man, he was also in so weird. That's so weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he was on a roll for a good couple of years. Yeah, man, he was in a lot of stuff. They had him in a, uh, the Princess Diaries. At, randomly, he was in Tarzan, like the movie, like the movie Tarzan. Live action or a cartoon? N- no, the cartoon. Okay. He was in Recess? Damn. Yeah, he was really like, you know, Mr. Disney. Uh, damn. No? Can't find it? Christmas every day? No. Recess Christmas episode. You wish? No. It was, um, a, it was a time loop movie. It was just like, it was Groundhog Day, but he just kept reliving the same, same uh, day before Christmas, Christmas every day. Yep. Yes. It was before Brink. Yeah. <laughs> the, the official synopsis. Billy Jackson is not having a good day at Christmas. <laughs> he got a basketball and just can't make a jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> his uncle David's coming to town to open a value mall, which will put his dad's store out of business. When he tells his little sister Sarah that there's no Santa, she makes a wish it would be Christmas every day. Now right. he must relive it over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> Do we need to know about him not making that jump shot? <laughs> Yes. That's that's pivotal. That is so pivotal. Because him not making the jump shot just makes him hate the spirit of Christmas. Like, all I wanted for Christmas is my jump shot. (laughs) Swish. Nope. No. Not today, kid. You you get coal and some broken ankles. I think he does get coal in the movie. In one of the the loops. (laughs) Okay. So... This is, it's a Disney movie, so yeah. now it's like, okay, we gotta go, I have to go back and watch it, just for research. Like, 100%. Well, I don't know how you guys like this movie, but I saw it scrolling on HBO Max the other day, uh, trying to find something, and it's Elf. Elf? If Will Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> modern classic. Gotta be honest, I've never seen it. And I, I keep hearing from everybody, oh, it's awesome. And, it, and apparently it, it is a Christmas staple now. That yeah. It's shown every year. And I hear from so many people that it's great. And I never saw it. It's wild how that movie like actually just got made. Like John Favreau did That's a lot right, of fun stuff. Favreau. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, almost a live action Rankin and Bass film. Mm. Like it's really cool. Like now I didn't know it was on Disney, HBO Max. Yeah. It's uh, um, like two days ago. Uh, for, way. yeah. While I was scrolling through, I gotta look it up. Yeah, like that's it. Really, is a modern. Cl- it's like a, the new modern classic Christmas film. Like it, it's uh, it's wholesome. It's funny. Like uh, just how earnest Will Ferrell like plays the character, and <laughs> um, you know, uh, so many memes. 
Yeah, it's it's all the you know, <laughs> the whole bit with the mall Santa dude. Okay, that's actually legitimately funny. It's like you sit on, you sit on a, on a chair of lies. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, it. I remember watching it. I think I saw it on a on a like a group thing in high school. Like it was me and like six other people. And we're like, we're gonna go watch Elf. I'm like, I guess. And like <laughs> the funny thing was like the whole beginning intro sequence is really funny. Like mm. they like they it yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you now since I know you haven't seen it, but like there's there's spoilers in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Like okay. for funny bits and stuff. Yeah. Um Peter Dinklage is in it. Oh nice. And he whoops some ass. Like <laughs> it's pretty great. Does he play an elf? No, he doesn't. <laughs> but Will Ferrell's character, since he's raised in the North Pole, like he thinks he's an elf. He's like, wait, you need to go back to Santa. <laughs> he's just like, what? Like, it's great. Like, just messes him up. Like, it's yeah. Like, I um, I think I mentioned it last time, but they have an episode of it on Netflix's "The Movies That Made Us." Mm-hmm. They're the whole deal of like how Elf was made, and so how like there's a lot of cool like perspective shots where like you have to like they're gonna do it really old school or like hey if um, you're gonna film somebody closer and then have like someone else be farther to give like that kind of height difference yeah, yeah yeah to make sure like oh they're really taller than where they are um, it's like the same stuff they did Lord with the Rings. yeah John Reese Davies and everybody yeah with the the Hobbits and everything. So they took that and just, you know, expanded upon it a lot. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I got to add that to uh, Netflix. Um, yeah, the movies that made it us is a really cool series. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of it is in the production side. Sometimes they'll bring in some of the actors. Like, the Back to the Future episode, they have, like, Leah Thompson. They'll have, um, I think Christopher Lloyd shows up. Like the dude almost didn't do the movie, but his wife's like, "You should do that. Read it, read it." And he's like, "Okay, no, it's actually good." Like, yeah. like he was at first like, "Nah, not not about it." But the whole like, I was telling somebody at work about it, but the whole like Eric Stoltz thing, and um, it, again, it's it's a Bob Semeckis film. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have Forrest Gump on there, so you know, around the Robert Zemeckis train here. But um, the yeah, like it's it's a good series. Um, yeah, like it's if you like films or if you like to see how stuff gets made and a lot of the, the production side of just how monumental of a task it is to make a movie, especially when they start throwing budgets and stuff is it's really enlightening. Yeah, And no, I'm assuming you, you, you get to see a bunch of different types of movies and all the crazy stories that go behind them. Yeah. They have like a three episode run of like how horror movies were made on such a tight budget or like how, uh, like, creative they have to get when they were making like halloween and but they did this with elf too like they did elf they do back to the future and they also did um like aliens and uh oh yeah christmas movie nightmare before christmas oh yeah that's a good one yeah i did not know that danny elfman was jack's singing voice Mm -hmm. that i did not know at all um yeah that guy does a lot of famous movie music, and he's also a singer. Because he was, yeah, and he was also in a band, the the '80s band called Oingo Boingo. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard them. Yeah, that's that's some silly stuff. Oh well, they have Home Alone and Die Hard uh, as one of the episodes for movies that made us. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, uh, shameless plug. And Jurassic think, Park. 
Uh, Jurassic Park is on there. Yeah. Okay. Watching yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> the Jurassic Park one's cool. Like, um, totally forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, it's it that fun little tangent of this. Yeah, totally, legitimately a fun series to 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 watch. Let's see. But yeah, yeah, gents. Um, the next couple of weeks should be a lot of fun. Um, if you know. Definitely, we you know, have some fun outreach. If you know, listening through, find a way to like. Um, if you ever want to listen in and then kind of give your your Christmas take stuff, like we have uh, on Instagram, popcorn watch list. Uh, give them a follow. We'll put up a poll. Like, what are your favorite Christmas films? Definitely, flooded in with a lot of your like, you know, personal like go to Christmas films. Like, you know, go to the classics. Go to something that maybe you think maybe you only know about. Um, you know, I, I like, you know, when people bring up like Jingle All the Way, I'm like, yes, like people mm-hmm. know like some of the cornier stuff or like, oh, I love the Muppet Christmas Carols. Like, really? There's other people in the world who love the Muppets? Like, yeah, it's freaking great. Um, and uh, with that, guys, um, hopefully, you know, we all got lucky and re- secured our Spider Man tickets. So if that becomes your Christmas, that you're able to get a Spider Man showing. <laughs> Like, uh, bless you. Good job. And, and not get spoiled before you see it. <laughs> and not get spoiled before you see it. That's the one thing that, you know, next episode we jump in on, we'll uh, definitely give you our takes without spoiling anything because, man, like, you know, it'll be, it's going to be exciting. I mean, you know, we can probably go all in on it, but, mm-hmm. you know, it'll depend on you know, what the people want. Like, I don't want it. Like, it was like the whole thing with the end game. I don't want to spoil that stuff for you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, please be courteous to, you, to others. If you watched it at the 3 PM showing on Thursday, <laughs> or if you went to the UK and watched it days before everybody else, please don't go on all over online and just post yeah. all the spoilers. It's, that's very mm-hmm. rude. And a lot of people are anticipating this movie. So just, do your thing, enjoy it. Have a great time watching it. Yeah. Same thing goes for the Matrix. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that's one of those things too. Is like, you know, there's bound to be some wild twist. Please don't spoil that. Like that, that that's gonna be a little scurry. So, uh, you know, be courteous to your fellow moviegoers. Um, you know, last but not least, there's a couple like you know we talked about like some big like you know award winning contenders coming out soon. Um, I just uh saw on netflix uh power of the dog so if you want to see some like high drama to mix it up with christmas it's a good one to check out uh anything else that you guys saw that was like hey that's actually you know pretty good whether Uh, it's movie or tv i'm actually halfway through invasion on apple tv plus oh nice um not sure how it's gonna end but so far it's a it's a fun ride um full of sci-fi and drama um but I'm really enjoying it so far. You get a lot of different perspectives All right, from cool. characters. So cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess the both really Scott movies. Maybe one of them will be nominated for something. That's House of Gucci or The Last Duel. Yeah, even yeah. We no, we saw House of Gucci the other day. Even yeah, though was, nobody saw The Last Duel, but it was still good. Still need to see it. I still think it was good. Like mm-hmm. the whole really Scott thing was like, oh, you know. Uh, you know, I think millennials. He said something about millennials. I was like, no, man. Yeah, like the no, movie was be- not marketed it's because of their phones. Uh, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> no, man. Like, 
the marketing for the film. Like anytime there's a high, I know you know it's gonna be like a high, like high drama, a lot of dialogue, a lot of like really character interactions, these character relationships, doing stuff. You know that like you can't market it as like, hey, there's a fight between Adam Driver and uh, Matt Damon. Like it's a whole like there's a whole lot more. But uh, here's hoping that at least um, you know uh, at least you know Adam Driver has like a double shot <laughs> to get something in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we hopefully soon we'll get Golden Globe nominees, right? I don't know when the Golden Globes usually take place because I know the Oscars are usually in March. Yeah, so I thought that it's usually like end of January. Actually, yeah. they might not do the Golden Globes this year with their whole controversy last year with having uh <laughs> oh yeah, Golden Globes. Uh, wasn't yeah, I, yeah, I remember now. Yep. So yeah, we'll they may they may take a year off. I'm not I'm not sure how long they're gonna take yeah. off. But. SAG Awards it is. No I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, but yeah, uh, we look forward to bringing up some more content for you guys. Please keep tuning in. Uh, we'll find ways to you know make sure that we have a cool like you know listener outreach so we can kind of get back on stuff. Uh, best way to do that is uh, look up Popcorn Watchlist on Instagram. Danny's the guy who's uh, uh, on top of that, and that's where you get a lot of quick news. As well as some fun movie polls. Um, enjoy your holidays if we don't uh, talk to you before then. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. See you later.